Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. What an insane week. So many insane stories out there that when you look are all actually the same story. Once you understand that the war in Ukraine is not a war between Ukraine and Russia, Ukraine is just the address where we decided to hold the war between us and Russia, it all begins to make sense. It's not a traditional war. It's a currency war. A war over who will rule the world. And neither side gives much of a rip about the Ukrainian people. What are these people fighting over? Two things, really. The printing press that Congress uses to print money. The printing press that is America's because we have the world's reserve currency. And who will rule the world through money? Yeah, you're saying, I already knew money ruled the world. Not like this. The technology that will soon be embedded in money is changing the whole game. Let me explain. Whatever country or block of countries, central bank digital currency is the one the world uses to trade with will rule the world because dollars won't be dollars anymore. Central bank digital currency records who the holder of the dollar is or was as it changes hands and everything they bought. And it's programmable. You can decide that someone is, say, canceled, as we like to do here in the West, and thus can't spend money. No food. That's your sentence. So sorry. Shouldn't have posted that. China and Russia have sat by for years watching us develop this. It's particularly going on in Europe. So suppose right now today, we got rid of the dollar, which is the currency that most trade happens in on the world economic system right now, and we replaced it with central bank digital currency or a combination of European Union and American currency. What would that mean? Well, it would mean that the leaders of China and Russia would be leaders in name only. Well, we told the world's citizens what to do and canceled them if they didn't. What's the solution? A competing financial system. And Russia, China, the BRICS countries, Brazil, India, and also South Africa have been building frantically a competing world system. They want to rule the world through their currency. So what's going on here is a bunch of really evil people. Our elite criminal oligarchs, the ones that run America, you know all about them, and their elite criminal oligarchs, the ones that run Russia and China, are battling it out 
for the right to rule the world. There's no good guys here. And on the sidelines, countries like India and Germany watching the battle and trying to pick sides. The American deep state, in particular the CIA and the Pentagon, believes they can get supremacy by dragging Putin into a ground war that'll bleed him dry and get rid of him. Crush Russia economically. That's why we have a fighting force together with NATO positioned around Ukraine right now. That is staggering. We've seen nothing like this since World War I and World War II. Truly, it is of that scale. And most people don't even know. Since January, according to the Washington Times, we've ramped up from a 65,000 strong troop force in Europe to 100,000. But those troops are normally scattered, hanging out, not really actively deployed. They are now. Where are they? According to the Washington Times, from June, most of them are active with equipment training in the countries surrounding Ukraine. Sure looks like a world war is about to break out, doesn't it? Also in June, and you remember this if you follow the Battleground podcast, NATO announced that it was activating a 300,000 strong fighting force, including a lot of our troops. The rest are European. And where are they hanging out since they're, you know, active now? The largest active force NATO has had in generations. Oh, they're hanging out in the countries around Ukraine, too. If you don't understand the currency angle of this, it doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, because without currency, we've got no strategic interest whatsoever in Ukraine. I mean, honestly, who cares? When our leaders have to articulate it, what did they say? We have to fight to preserve our democracy. Is that worth World War III? No, but getting the upper hand in the currency battle, because again, if you control central bank digital currency, you rule the world, that is, and that's the ambition of our leaders and theirs. It's, for me, watching it for a while, I'm trying to figure out if it's that China and Russia have become weird bedfellows to keep from being run over by our elites, because this system, folks, won't be free. 15 years ago, I'd be rooting for America to win. Because we'd be exporting freedom and fairness. But now that our elites are globalist, I'm pulling for both sides. I know that sounds nuts. I'm hoping there are two competing financial systems. And that neither gets the upper hand. It's the only shot we have at freedom. The more fragmentation of world power, the less it risks in American hands, the better. But right now in Ukraine, we're one skirmish or false flag by the deep state. They've done it in so many countries away from World War III. Why? Because Russia and China refused to submit to this new world order. That's why our elites are singularly obsessed, particularly with Russia. They believe they can work with China. This is not because the Russians are good guys. Again, that's a criminal oligarchy run by a bunch of criminal gangsters, just as this country is now. Think Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, 10% for the big guy. They're oligarchs too. In fact, Joe Biden is really the first oligarch to run our country in almost exactly the same style that the Russian oligarchs operate. And these people are totally cool with nuclear war to settle this thing. In fact, they've begun lately trying to get the American people ready for it. Never used to the idea of nuclear strikes. I'm not talking full on out nuclear war, just a little nuking here and there. Like take this headline in Newsweek from September 21st. Headline, I mean, you got to read this. It's, it's sure real. We didn't even talk like this during the Cold War. U.S. needs to threaten Russia with nuclear strike. The funding package passed in Congress this week actually had mitigation me- measures in it for what? 
a nuclear strike or fallout in Ukraine. Where, I will remind you, that sounds, yeah, it's far away. What do we care? Remember, we have 100,000 troops surrounding Ukraine. That'd be a a strike on Ukraine. That's a strike on us. It could well start World War III. So let's recap the three most insane things here. We started the week with Vladimir Putin warning more stringently than Russia ever had during the Cold War that he would retaliate against a strike with nuclear weapons. It was as if he knew something was coming. And then it did. And then it did. We, most assuredly, blew up two of the Nord pipelines. That's insane story number two. Insane story number three is also the same story. And insane story number three was the biggest freak show since Joe Biden's straight from the pits of hell speech. Because it was that freakishly totalitarian. This story, the most insane of the week, nobody covered. Which is how you know it was the biggest story of the week. The Nord Stream gas pipelines blew up within the same 24-hour period that Christine Lagarde and the head of our Federal Reserve, Jerome Powell, appeared together in a totalitarian economic show of force to announce their intent to rule the world through money. You're like, wait a minute, how did I miss that? Well, you had to know what you were looking for. The Russians knew what we did. Nearly simultaneously... Because the pipeline blew up Monday and by Tuesday, Lagarde, who is a French politician, but she's also the president of the European Central Bank and the head of the Bank of France, sat together for a world press conference in which they announced something that terrifies me, scares me and freaks me out to my core. They announced that central bank digital currency, the digital dollar, both the EU version And the U.S. version would not be anonymous. It's the biggest story of the week and the biggest story of the month. Because what they're saying is, you will never be free again. You will be a slave to money. It was a show of force linking European central bank digital currency and American digital currency. The message was clear. They intend to rule the world through it, to enforce their will through it. But wait a minute. Won't be anonymous? What does that mean? Okay, think Bitcoin, right? Bitcoin is basically anonymous. I mean, they can figure out who spent it if you want to hire a forensic accountant. But Bitcoin doesn't track what you purchase and report it to the government. And so the proliferation of Bitcoin and all of those Bitcoin-type currencies who spend in, you know, in advance of all of this, it's a bid to be free, to have an alternative currency to the governments, right? So they could have done this like Bitcoin. Uh, America could switch to a digital dollar and Europe could switch to a digital euro and it doesn't have to track you. It could be like Bitcoin. I still wouldn't like it, but it could be like Bitcoin. Their announcement was that it would not be. Here's Powell explaining it would be identity verified. In other words, to use it, you got to register with the government and you will never have a private transaction again. This eliminates the government's need to spy on your bank accounts. They don't need to. The money reports itself and how it's used and by whom to the central bank and the world and national governments that control it. Had they made it anonymous, had that been the announcement, it would have been an announcement that, hey, we're going to have fragmented currencies. We still want to have the reserve status so we can run the printing press, but um, we're not going to rule the world with currency. This was the opposite of that. 
Here's Powell saying the most terrifying part. It would at a minimum have the following four characteristics. First is intermediated. Second is private privacy protected. But third is identity verified. So it would not be anonymous. It would not be an anonymous bearer instrument. Now, to be clear, Powell is doing this in a very clever way that those of us following it can see right through. He keeps it casual with, well, we might roll this out in a couple of years or we might not. Oh, well, if you might not, why are you doing a press conference with the head of the European Central Bank to announce a currency you might or might not roll out will be anonymous? Because damn it, you're rolling it out. And the White House Office of Science and Technology Policy a couple of weeks back made that clear. Quote, the central bank could also track purchases and restrict users' access to the funds. No more ammo, (laughs) no more guns, or maybe a quota on those things. Oh, and that donation you wanted to make to that church that still uses that homophobic King James Bible? Yeah, we're going to have to decline that. We can't let it go through. Civil rights, you know. That's how it'll work. In short, total control. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. In every way you can imagine. Now, how do I know they're going to roll this out? Remember these words. I did a Battleground podcast on them. Fed Now. If you want to read about Fed Now, which Jerome Powell also just announced in the last couple of weeks. All these things are related, and this is why the Nord blew up. I'm getting to that in a minute. Read the Wall Street Journal article, Fed Plans 2023 Launch of Long-Anticipated Faster Payment System. What is that? Well, that's the digital system on which the central bank digital currency for our country will run. He just, Powell, with the Federal Reserve, just uh, launched the demonstration project. It'll go live in 23. They are going to Get this out before the Biden presidency ends. In fact, every other story today is connected to this. Here's insane thing number four. Oh, we're in a recession. Why? Well, because Powell is deliberately weakening the economy. Well, why? Oh, because Powell printed trillions of dollars for Congress, caused the massive inflation we have now, lied to us for a year to buy them the time to print it by saying inflation was merely transitory. Then he went, Oopsie, I have to crash the economy to pay for all that printing I did for Congress that I assured Congress we could totally do without wrecking the dollar. What is he doing? Well, Elon Musk nailed it. Musk knows what he's doing. Read this article in the New York Post from this week. It's the fifth most insane thing. Elon Musk says it's obviously correct the Fed is tanking the U.S. economy. Yeah, they've said they are. Jerome Powell says he wants to reduce the real estate market by 20%. That right there, that's a great recession level crash. And that's just the real estate market. Yeah, he's deliberately tanking the markets. Folks, understand what that means. We've never had a presidential administration. And Powell is Biden's appointee. He was Trump's before. One of Trump's worst appointees, actually. Uh, But Biden reappointed him. We've never had a presidential administration whose stated economic policy is... We're going to shrink the markets. 
until Powell. What does that mean? He's going to make you poor. He announced this week the sixth most insane thing uh, that we're going to have to lose a million jobs or more. It could be up to four times that, though. Oh, and your wages are going to have to shrink. In other words, you're going to be poor. Why? Well, to get a hold of inflation. We got to stop it. Imagine if Americans actually put two and two together and realized the guy, Powell, who's being lauded like a god in the mainstream media, a financial god. They're just cheering for him, man. Hope he gets a hold of that inflation. What if the American people knew? He caused it. He did the printing that caused it. He lied to buy himself time to print over $5 trillion by telling us it was transitory. It was going away. It was no big deal. And now he says he's going to wreck the economy to fix it. Okay. Well, what's his end game? What's all this about? How does it tie into the Nord? I'm getting to that. To understand the whole game here, you have to go back to June 17th. Headline, this is a Reuters article. Fed's Powell, a U.S. digital dollar, could help maintain international primacy. What is he saying? Well, he's been telling us what he's been doing. It's just nobody's listening. He's been saying, well, you know, uh, we're never going to return to the economy that we had before COVID. Never? No, never. Oh, and I can't guarantee a soft landing. It'll really hurt. Your wages are going to have to shrink and you're going to have to lose your job. But with a digital dollar, we can shore up the dollar's place in the world. See how this works? He is creating the economic conditions. Enough of a crash to create enough desperation to roll into the digital dollar. But, and we're talking massive economic destruction. So that people just throw their hands up and go, okay, whatever. But not so much of a crash as to destroy the U.S. dollar. That is the balancing act. And that is where Russia and China, imagine they can insert themselves and roll us over. And they might. How? The vast majority of the world's energy purchases right now are done in what? Dollars. It's fake value on the dollar, right? You take your currency, you want to buy some energy, you change it into dollars because that's how the international monetary system, these purchases run on works. You change it into the dollar and you buy the energy. That creates fake demand for dollars. But what if people started changing it into the, I don't know, ruble? Instead, or some combination of BRICS currencies, the dollar would deflate like a balloon. That's what the war in Ukraine is over. Because Putin, and he has said this, flanked by China and Brazil and India, the BRICS countries, Putin's aim is to deflate the dollar, to crush it, to capture the printing press that we have. Now, Putin alone, his currency, his country, his economy, they're not big enough to do that. That's why he needs BRICS. That's why he needs China. That's why he needs India. That's why he needs all these other countries. Many more have now expressed an interest in becoming a part of BRICS, but that's for another podcast. So now we're to the part where we understand why America, or proxies working with us, I don't know specifically who, blew up the Nord. Everybody knows we did. We're gaslighting the whole world saying Russia did it. That's what we always say. We lie about Russia. In fact, your government has done nothing but lie to you about Russia for the last three years. They meddled in the election. No, they didn't. Hillary made the whole thing up with the help of the FBI. And they're lying to you about Russia now. Have they ever told you the truth about Russia? No. And to bolster their own lies, they've even gone so far, the FBI has to go into the FISA court and falsify evidence, perjure themselves to create a Russia collusion. And you think they're telling you the truth about Russia now? Russia's our favorite scapegoat. But why blow up the Nord? Easy. Because of what was going on in Germany. Germany's never been real hot on sanctioning the Nord Stream. 
they were very reluctant and they left themselves a lot of holes in the sanctions that they levied at Russia. A lot of ways to get out. Basically, what they said was, well, for now, we're not going to buy the gas because we're studying it. But at such a point, when we decide we need it, I'll just turn the pipe back on. Have you watched what's going on in Germany? In August, the most searched Google term was firewood. And over the last couple of weeks, what has happened is that German industrialists, manufacturers, because German Germany is the beating heart of European manufacturing. They manufacture the manufacturing equipment that China uses to make the stuff for the world. And a lot of other places now too, Indonesia, a lot of places like that, right? And so we're looking at these German factories being shuttered as people hover in their house over the firewood burning stuff. I mean, it's just about to get ridiculous, right? And so the German industrialists are saying, no, forget it. We're, we're, we're done. We're, we're finished. Uh, we are going to capitulate to Russia. Now, remember, what was Russia's only terms? They're very easy to meet. They have to accept the, you know, Russian version of how Ukraine's going to be divvied up. Okay. But what was the other part? Everybody's forgetting it. It's the most important thing. Germany would resume buying the natural gas it needs to run its factories and warm its homes. But Germany wouldn't pay in dollars. Germany would dump the dollar. And Germany would pay in rubles. Although Putin has hinted that he might be amenable to letting countries pay uh, some of it, at least, in their own currencies. Anything to get them off the dollar to kill the dollar, which takes the printing press away from Congress. They'd actually need real dollars to pay their bills. Can you imagine? I mean, you just look at the um, American Rescue Act, right? $2 trillion, which is what kicked off all the inflation. We printed all of it. We don't spend real money anymore. In Congress this week, $1.5 trillion continuing resolution. It's already passed the Senate. We'll see if it passes the House. Most of it's printed. You can't do that if Germany and big countries like that pay for their natural gas or their energy in rubles instead of dollars. Germany was going to walk away. So we blew up the pipeline in an act of terror against a nuclear-armed country, which might or might not retaliate. Who knows? Our elites are truly reckless. And no, they don't care how many people, specifically how many American people, might get killed in the nuclear retaliation. Vladimir Putin, who must have known something was afoot, threatened last week. Oh, and our elites, they like to keep you in the dark so you won't have a freaking clue what they're doing. So you don't know things. And look, if you want a kind of a roundup of what's been going on in Germany, I've retweeted some of it on my Twitter feed. For instance, Wolfgang Grupp, he's the owner of one of Germany's, Germany's largest textile companies, Trigema, called for a break with America following the, what he called, terrorist attack on the Nord Stream pipelines. That was in an interview with the mainstream media outlet Bild. So we're not fooling anybody. I mean, heck, the former Polish foreign minister thanked us for blowing up the pipeline, okay? They're on the other side of this. But here's the thing. Um, we're not fooling anybody. Because what this means is, w one of those lines, they're saying they may never be able to repair. I have a hard time believing that. I mean, they built it in the first place, but that's what they're saying. Um, the other one, they, they probably can, but um, it's not going to be until well after this, this winter. I mean, this is going to be an absolute sledgehammer to German manufacturing, which means Germany can't pay in rubles and drop the dollar. So what are they going to buy? Oh, natural gas. We're not going to have it this winter. See, our natural gas, we're, this is going to be a, a big deal this winter. People here are going to see a massive spike in natural gas prices. And the reason for that is we're already planning to ship a lot of our natural gas 
over to Europe to help. And what will they be buying that natural gas in again? Oh, I know. Dollars. Not rubles. See, a little bit of terrorism goes a long way. So to end where we started, that is why in the same 24-hour period, you had the show of force, creepy authoritarian announcement with uh, Lagarde and also Powell, the head of the European Central Bank and the head of our central bank together saying, no, in the new world, uh, our currency will not be anonymous. You must file and identify yourself with the government in order to participate in the financial system. Um, you must let us track you. Oh, but don't worry. We'll protect your privacy. Basically, you're signing up for cancellation and world domination. And what happens in that same 24-hour period? Kabloom! There goes the Nord. Yes, these things are very connected. And Russia understood, as did China, exactly what we meant. By the way, just as an add-on here, once you understand all this, everything begins to make sense. Like, take this story in the UK Telegraph. Zelensky, head of Ukraine, rules out negotiations after Vladimir Putin called for peace talks to end the war. What's that about? Zelensky's our puppet. And he knows that his job is to never capitulate, to keep the war going and as many people killed for as long as possible to bleed Russia out in the currency war. See, nothing here is as it appears. The only thing that you can count on that's constant is that everyone wants to rule the world. Our dictators, their dictators. And that we don't want any of these people to win because we'll live in a total surveillance society. Battleground America with Terra Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.